Welcome to Conquest of Podcast. I'm Joyce. And I'm Lily. And we have our Boston Comic Con episode this time around. Ooh. The summer season continues. And uh, part of that is we have our friends back. We have some guests of the pod who came with us to con. Want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Melissa. I am Lily and Joyce's roommate. And you may remember me from, I believe, the Anime NYC episode? Yeah. As well as Anime Boston. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've been through quite a few cons yeah. together. We go to many a con together, and we also have our other roommate. Hello, I'm Sammy. You will also remember me <laughs> from what have I been to? The KCon episode, uh-huh. and the most recent Anime Boston episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So some familiar faces. So I actually didn't attend Boston Comic Con this time around because it just so happens to be the same weekend as KCon, and if I had to choose one. It would have to be KCon because Palma Moo was going. But also, I feel like we've talked about it before. I feel like Boston Comic Con is not typically like the most hype convention for us to go at. So it wasn't that much of a loss for me to not go. But I mean, hopefully you guys had a good time. I actually didn't hear too many details from Lily, Melissa, and Sammy of their experience and time there. So I'm looking forward to see and hear what you guys did there. Yeah. If you want to know how KCon went, we did a whole episode on that. So go back and listen. Please. And then, I don't know, I kind of thought this was a weak con, but Sammy, what would you, it was your first Boston Comic Con. Yeah. What were your expectations? Well, at first they were high because, <laughs> I mean, they were at first um, when I first heard about it because I first really, I mean, I knew it existed. I think at first, the first thing I heard about this one was that Sebastian Stan was going. Mm. So I was immediately interested because I love Sebastian Stan. And then he canceled. So, like, immediately going into it, I was like, okay. That's so sad. I was really upset. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll go. They were all two big to see. people. They, they did. Because they, they also lost David Harbour. I think he's the yeah. guy who plays um, mm. Jim Hopper in Stranger Things, which I bet you a lot of people were disappointed oh about God. that as well. Probably mm-hmm. more people, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Were you prepared to buy tickets to see Sebastian Stan? I was wholeheartedly <laughs> prepared to buy tickets to see Sebastian Stan. <laughs> Wait, did they re- issue, like, a reason why he was canceled i honestly don't remember because i just saw he wasn't going and i just spiraled into a depression <laughs> yeah i think it was as just a lot of as i do mm-hmm. schedule conflicts and yeah then it just then we just lost him like <laughs> he wasn't there <laughs> where'd he go so what were your expectations as what was this our your second comic-con yeah um so i didn't go to comic-con last year i went in 2017 so I can't compare it to 2018, mm. but it was much smaller um, mm. than it was in 2017. They only used half of the convention space um, at the Boston Convention Center, which, you know, this for like the programming it had, it was probably enough. And for the amount of people who showed up, it was probably enough. But I think it says a lot that they didn't get the attendance and... Mm-hmm. Mm you know, the funds to book out the entire convention center and have enough interest to fill it up and, you know, like, make use of the space as it's intended to be. Because I think it was, like, it was a good convention and Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, 
but we only went for one day. And yeah. I think if we had done the full weekend pass, we would have run out of things to do. Yeah, we already ran out of things to do on Saturday. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, because we went Saturday, the big day of any convention. So what did you guys cosplay as that weekend? Wait, what did we cosplay as that weekend? <laughs> okay, I actually remember Ash. what I... Oh, thank oh, you. Okay, yeah, you go first. <laughs> I was Ash. Pokemon oh. Ash. Wasn't the voice actor of the Ash, Ash there? Ash Pokemon. Yes. Sorry. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the normal way to you talk about Ash. You Ash. yeah i forgot she was there i didn't get to see her but it was just one of my easier cosplays Mm. and it's classic and i I have the most fun i think in that one so Mm. i was like okay here we go yeah it's low key Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so i did a really fun one if anyone has seen quentin tarantino's once upon a time in hollywood i really enjoyed it and i was actually um what's his name cliff booth brad pitt's character because I liked his style and I wanted a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> so I could like, you know, kill two birds with one stone and buy a Hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. and use it for my cosplay. So and you, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. And you whipped it up like pretty last minute, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like <laughs> week, week before, like the week before I had to go on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. which saved my life. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. And also like, yeah, low key mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Nice. And you got recognized by a couple people. I did, yeah, actually. I was kind of shocked. That's true. Mm-hmm. It was very, yeah. It was I like, wasn't what, expecting two it. weeks after the movie came out? Yeah. So it's good that it was, like, pretty timely. Yeah, pretty I know. Relevant. It was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't th- I was just like, oh, it's going to be, like, whatever. And people were like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they were Tarantino fans. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> then accurate at Boston Comic Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see other people cosplaying from that movie as well? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it was just me. <laughs> And forever alone. <laughs> I'm glad people appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I cosplayed Sophie from Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah. My favorite Yay. movie. And yeah, I mean, it's. Oh my god, it was hot, actually. It was really, really hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was humid that day, wasn't it? Ew, it was, yeah. it was like gonna rain or something. Yeah. So it, like, it was good, and I, I was glad to reuse this cosplay because it's actually the second time I've worn it but it was really muggy and the mm. dress is like full length and I had like <laughs> long stockings on underneath and oh we couldn't we needed to get to the air conditioning as soon as possible yeah, you also had the, a wig <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you had the most complex one that that's whole true weekend. but it looked good but it was good yeah, I didn't see a howl. Um, mm. I did see another Aww. Sophie, but it was after I had already taken off my cosplay. Aww. So we could not get a picture oh, together. You took it off like midday or? Yeah. Well, I took it off when we were leaving the convention center. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 So did you guys end up going to any panels or did you guys just end up walking around in like artist alley dealer's room? Yeah. So Boston Comic Con, like Melissa said, half of it was. Uh, mm. It was all of it was just halved. So the dealer's room, which is massive as normal, was there and it was very commercial and huge. And actually, they had a lot of really big sponsorship tents like Verizon had a big one, Geico, mm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then Artist Alley was the like tiny, tiny little legit alley on the like far left side and kind of wandered around that. And then the weird thing about this year um, is they got rid of the food court area. Do you remember that? Where, like, the restaurants were, and they were, like, all these different kinds of, like, do you want pizza or a bowl, or do you want Chinese food, or, like, kind of that place? Yeah. Gone. Every other food place option, gone. And they just set up these tables in the old area where, like, the massive tent was in the corner, 
mm-hmm. of the convention, and that those were tables and like really sad food stands of just the like the chicken fingers that have been under a warm lamp for eight hours. Oof. So <laughs> that was the floor layout. So we mm-hmm. like we couldn't mm-hmm. do that much walking around because that that was it. Yeah. <laughs> We go to one panel though, didn't we? Yes. I don't we did. Remember. We went to two. Oh, oh, two. We did something. <laughs> I yes, I, mean. I hope so. We, we um, did two things. I'm really mad because I can't remember what it was. We went to one on. Um, they don't sound that memorable. Right. No, we went yeah. to one on writing. I'm trying to remember was, the exact name, but it, it was like writing a, women yeah. into your stories, pretty oh, much. Oh, was it like sci-fi and fantasy? fantasy? Yeah, sci-fi yeah. fantasy. And there were three authors who pretty mm-hmm. much just talked about, you know, writing. <laughs> How to write women. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, it was a bit prescriptive, but it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was more like a one-on-one panel? Because that was the vibe I got was for everyone is like, I kind of write and I want to do this. So then they, they did it versus like, okay, you're already in it. Here's how. Yeah. Or, you know, it it kind of felt like like yeah like like one oh one, like it was almost like nothing. You know, we've taken a bunch of I know Melissa and I've taken a bunch of creative writing classes and stuff. So it it was very like, almost like conventions of certain storytelling aspects of like writing a female character. Mm. Which I'm like, cool. Mm. We did get one really good story out of it. Which author told the story about her kids? <laughs> oh, I can't remember her name, but that would have been a great plug for that author. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it, it was what, her daughter. <laughs> Wasn't Maybe? she also a professor at, like, Rhode Island or something? No, I don't remember. Whoever sat in the middle yeah. and wrote about, like, mermaids in Baltimore. Oh, man, she was cool. Yeah. I but liked her Do hat. you remember the story? <laughs> I remember that story. I feel like we can oh, look her up later it's... and then add it to the description, but yeah. Yeah. So this woman's daughter was fighting with her brother, I believe, and I don't know, basically I think the mother (laughs) said something just like, not about like fighting feminine, which is typically like words and like petty behavior and just like little slaps, you know, just like, just fucking fight. Can I swear in this show? (laughs) Anyway, so the girl took her brother by both of the ears with her hands and she just like reared back and headbutted him right in the face. (laughs) I love that. And that image is gonna stick with me. And I swear to God, if I took nothing else from that panel, it might be just that bit of action that I'm just gonna use one day in one of my stories. Just like, just like whoa! It was that really was, good. That was really good. I love that. story that. derailed the panel for a little bit. It was, it was, it derailed my life in the best way. I can't believe I never tried that on my own brother. <laughs> it's a good one. It's murdered. a good move. Just... <laughs> Jesus. Do you guys remember what your second panel was? Or was it just yeah. a small oh, thing? Oh, I don't. What do you mean? Wait, what was it? It was the improv show. Oh! <laughs> we went and saw this, like, musical theater troupe do an improv musical. So they were making up all the songs and oh. the lines on the yeah. spot. And it was really good. It was really Wait, good. by any chance, were they called Improv Boston? They were from, I think they were stationed out of that oh, theater. Okay. 
Wow, Melissa has the brain cell tonight, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about that. It was really good. I, know, I like it's good. I just wish that they'd chosen a different word from the audience, you know? So, like, at the beginning of every improv mm. show, they're like, we're going to take suggestions from mm. the audience. Mm. And everyone throws out, oh, like, like weird title. things. Yeah. yeah. But they chose, like, the simplest they one. They chose the woods. They chose mm. the woods. So um. they named their musical the Woody Woods. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just about, like... A witch in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah, all were are... able to bring it together in all the different plots. I was really impressed with that. And also, yeah. like, I don't know how people improv songs. I feel like improving shows is hard enough, but yeah. they did it. It was good. I bet the, like, the, like, the, the songs are, mm-hmm. like, pre-written, but they just changed the lyrics. Yeah. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I assume it's a different group. I was about to say Improv Boston. They also improv, like, songs all the time whenever mm. they do shows, and I was just thinking of, like, I think they, like, prepare the chords in advance, but then mm. they're able to just, like, get the lyrics off the bat, like, when they have the prompt thrown at them, which is pretty mm-hmm. neat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, very, uh, totally forgot about that. It was. They were really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ran into two of the actors afterwards on the con floor and oh, told them, like, oh, yeah, they yeah. did a good job. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like, Lily, you kind of hinted a little bit at it in the beginning of the episode, but did you guys have any disappointments with the cons that you guys want to touch on it's just small yeah i thought it'd be bigger yeah Mm -hmm. and it used to be that was the thing because as you can see the bcec is a huge space Mm. it's one of my favorite con spaces and the fact that they didn't or couldn't use any of what they used to have or couldn't fully utilize the really cool like i keep saying space but the really cool space they had disappointing I think the programming could have been better because, mm. like, we went yeah. to the couple of panels that we mentioned, um, but other outside of those, there wasn't much going on um, because the ones they did have were kind of just on repeat mm-hmm. throughout the day. So I'm pretty sure that that woman in Fantasy One was yeah. also just like staggered throughout the day. So those yeah. same panelists mm-hmm. were doing the same thing over and over at different times. Oof. And there was also just a never-ending program of just, like, geek speed dating. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even get me started on oh, the speed dating. Yeah. yeah. Taking up so much space in the schedule when they could have been doing panels on different, mm-hmm. I don't know, different fandoms, different yeah. mediums. Just anything under the sun. I feel like they chose, like, the simplest proposals. So easy. And mm-hmm. even, oh, my God, the speed dating. They could have also have done, like, not 95% hetero speed dating. Yeah, the queer speed dating was in the morning. I was so upset about that. And everything else was for the heads. I, (laughs) yeah, I was kind of, like, I was actually a little bit interested in the, Mm. if they would have had, like, a a gay LGBT, like, I was so, like, okay, I would try that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did not get my wish, because I was not getting there at, like, 9 a.m. to do that. Honestly, if they're going to have that many speed dating panels, they should break it down of just, like, the heads in the morning, they can wake up early, and then just, like, LGBT, (laughs) and then they can break it down by, even if they want to, like, gay, lesbian, non-binary, and then there you go, same amount of speed dating different kind of dating. I've suffered enough. Give me a convenient <laughs> time. I wonder if they filled it with the speed dating panels mm-hmm. because it's they didn't have enough to 
beef up the schedule so they kind of just mm. you know sprinkled it in there just to be mm. like look how much stuff we have but it's like the same things over yeah. and over again it was a lot mm. of celebrities but that's what comic-con always is it's yeah. celebrity meet and greet panels yeah but also when so many celebrities ended up dropping out yeah. they were probably scrabbling yeah mm-hmm. we did get to see zachary levi from a distance we did oh i like him a lot he's just really sweet mm-hmm. and that's all i have to say he's very sweet but you guys like saw him like passing by or like i'm um, doing like the signing and like he was at like oh, one of the okay. little booths in the back like mm-hmm. which i thought he would have something a little bit bigger like he definitely had one of like i think the longest lines but mm-hmm. he was just really sweet mm-hmm. oh so Mike Coulter from a distance. That's Luke oh, Cage. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Oh, nice. And I saw Greta Lyle way under. Well, I'm surprised you didn't go see her. Because every time we wanted to see her, her line was really long or she no. wasn't at the table. And I still didn't have like that perfect thing I wanted her to sign. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that day. Um, mm-hmm. Sad. What other disappointments do we have? There are just a lot of celebrities. Um, there were a lot of celebrities and then somehow simultaneously not a lot of celebrities. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys hit all the points you wrote. I mean, the only point you guys didn't hit was too expensive. Is that something you guys wanted to talk about? I mean, it's a lot of money for very little payoff. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy walking around all the different like Artist Alley and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked all the swords. Oh, yeah. Wait, you guys <laughs> we really gotta talk the about the swords, though. And the dice. I was, okay, so they had a bunch of, like, different booths and stuff where people were selling, like, samurai swords or, like, you know, replicas of, like, for example, like, Link, like, Link's Zelda sword, all of Mm. that. I was ready to go. Like, they had some small, like, little knife ones for, like, 22 bucks. I was debating, for real, just, like, I could really, like, guys, let's have fights in the apartment. That's how we're we're going to settle things from now on with with swords. Um, No, but I I was really interested of just, like, wow, this is fascinating. Like, it's just so, like, it just seemed like you just show an ID. Mm. Is what it's is what it looked like. Like it they, looked like it was like really easy to buy one, which was weird yeah. to me. But when um, you bought one, depending on how sharp it was, yeah. they would put it in a box and duct yeah. tape it with like um, safety zip with zip ties. Yeah. So that way, if the, you couldn't open it while you were still at the convention. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was more like prop like or like a legit like mm-hmm. you can actually hurt someone with it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also within like what ten minutes of walking on into the con room con main con floor they th- these two found dice <laughs> oh the dice was a good right story though because oh. they were pretty and i think melissa so melissa was looking at it i don't remember what you rolled but i was a like 19 yeah like oh, you rolled a 19 and i was like oh these ones are pretty and i rolled it and it was a 20 and i'm like oh it's a nat 20 so I was like, okay, I only play D&D maybe, like, once a month. If you so I'm just like, you know, I have to get it. So it was cute. They were, like, clear dice with, like, a little bit of, like, light blue, like, stars in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. They were definitely nice. pretty. I love them. And I gotta say, like, I play D&D once a week in a separate campaign, and those sparkly dice that I got <laughs> have saved my skin many Ooh, a time. Yes. And it's only been, like, good. a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Lucky dice. Yeah. Good. Nice. Oh, they're good purchase. There was one guy in the artist room, and I'm going to put you on blast. I don't even know your name. But I saw what I assumed was Cardcaptor Sakura fan art from a distance. And I was like, I've never seen this before. I'm going to go check out this fan art. And he went over, and it was just like older, late 30s, early 40s, like white guy. And I was like, okay, whatever. Weird to be into Cardcaptor Sakura. And I was talking about it, and I was like, wow, I really like the this art. And he was like, it's original prints. And I'm like, what? He's like, I used to work on the show. I was a part of the North American distribution for card captors. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, 
and he was like, yeah, I was a part of the, that whole team, and so these are all original prints from the 90s, and, you know, I helped with the rebranding from Cardcaptor Soccer to Cardcaptors, and I was like, cool, and I just, like, dipped, because everyone knows the North American distribution, Cardcaptors, is really bad. You don't brag about those things. <laughs> it was So, yeah, I'm putting him on blast, because, bro, your job isn't cool. You kind of butchered the show. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I did get a really cool Godzilla print, though. Oh, yeah. That was where I got my Godzilla thing. So now I'm, I think I'm slowly amassing a wall of Godzilla, (laughs) is what it's appearing. I have the King of the Monsters poster, and now I have, it's like fan art of um, Godzilla in like a city. Oh, man. Okay, I have this, I think I have this woman's business card. She was an artist, Allie, and she did sign my piece. Mm. I would totally put her in the description because she's great and nice and so wonderful Mm. and very talented. Thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah, I got some print, cute prints of Bao from the Pixar thing, and <gasps> yes! from the same artist. Oh wait, uh, I've Baymax. seen those. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, I don't remember any other art I got. What about you? Did you get any merch? <gasps> no, I just got the dice mm. and some bad fudge. Nice. Oh, oh, the fudge was the bad. Fudge was bad. That's too bad. Yeah, oh. it wasn't chocolatey. It was just sugary, but that's um. unimportant. Yeah. <laughs> there I was a fudge stall, and I was suckered into it, and it was You bad. know, mm-hmm. it was worth the experience, maybe. Mm. It, it was an experience. That's what no. matters. Oh. <laughs> I, do, I did also get, um... And then, yeah, so I got the dice, I got Godzilla. I think the other thing I got was I got two prints for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, which yes, are now you in my room mm-hmm. of, um... Jotaro and Dio. Nice. They look like little companion pieces. Like, oh. <laughs> I love them. I look at them every day and just be like, God, that was such a great purchase. <laughs> the artist alley was, was good this year. I think it's a lot mm-hmm. of the same people that we've seen before, or at least the other Boston Comic Cons, but I do wish artist alley were bigger mm-hmm. at uh, Comic Con. This is going to mm-hmm. kind of go back to something we talked about earlier, but like regarding how they kind of downsized a lot of mm-hmm. you know the space, but also just the people in general, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston Comic Con isn't a thing like after like a few years or so because mm-hmm. whenever I see people post about it in other con Facebook pages and things like that and people want an, a, another person's opinion about it a lot of people actually recommend people not to go because they think mm-hmm. that it doesn't do it's not a great con compared to other ones mm-hmm. that they could be going to especially when like NYCC is so close mm-hmm. in dates mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if like it's kind of developing a reputation where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. why go there when you could go to so many other conventions wow, during the year? that's sad. Because mm-hmm. I don't want Boston to lose its Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. But the company that bought it... Because when I did some research on it in the past, I heard, like, original Comic-Con was as Comic-Cons should be. It was fan-run. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too corporate. They had, like, a few guests. But the guests they got were small enough mm-hmm. that they really, like, could connect with the fans. It wasn't, like... Zachary Levi all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Fan Expo, the company that bought it, which is why it's not actually technically called Boston Comic Con. It's oh Fan God. Expo Boston. Fan <laughs> Expo bought it, and then that's when all of these issues started coming in. Yeah. So I think that's a shame. But mm-hmm. it's also one of those weird circle things of if no one goes, then the con's going to keep getting smaller, which means the con's going to get worse, so no one's going to go, and round and round we go until it disappears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they... Hopefully it looks up for them <laughs> later on. Um, talking about that, is there anything you guys are hoping to see in, like, next year's convention, assumingly that we all go again? Since we'll all still be in Boston, I think, at that point. Sebastian Stan. <laughs> Maybe they'll be like, again. We'll get, get him back. back. Get him back. Oh, boy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, I would like to see it bigger. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. just, like, as small as, like, how you were saying the food court. I'm like, man, I wanted a food court. I got hungry. Did they yeah. at least have the food trucks again? No. no. I think they had, what? like... Did they oh. have, like, one or two little things or something? I feel like they're always Did they get free pizza? Where'd you get that? That was KCON. Oh, that was KCON. Okay, I'm sorry. Everything's I, blurry. Uh, everything's all blurring. The I just really like free they pizza. They had, like, stands... <laughs> But I don't remember, the, you know, we had, we went to Shake Shack. Oh, we yeah. walked a few oh. blocks to get food because... The Wait, BC the one at Seaport? Yeah, because yeah. the BCEC oh. alone is just kind of out there. So if there's no food at that location, you have to walk to the neighborhood. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what I want next year. I want them to open that goddamn hallway that looks over the con floor and leave the blinds up. Just, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Calvin. Oh, did they leave it down? Yeah, they closed off that hallway, and the blinds were down because that's how much small. That's how much smaller it got this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want from next year? If you even plan on going. Uh, no, I'll go. Um. What do I want? I want more options for pro like panels mm-hmm. and programming. Yeah. So it's not just the same choice between the same things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like interactive sessions Mm -hmm. where you get to do Mm -hmm. something. Like at other cons, I've been to like dance lessons and Mm -hmm. like wand dueling and all these other like interactive things where you're not just listening to people talk about their own work. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Oh, the other thing I want... This year, they tried to do some sort of cool tech thing with our badges, and that can oh fuck God. straight off. Do you remember? That was a hot mess. I was the only one who succeeded. So, it was Horrible. kind of the same thing KCON does, is they give us... Except these are, like, the normal square badges, and there's a chip inside, and you have to, like, activate it, so then you can just, like, tap around, and you're good to go. KCON does it flawlessly. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what they use. Comic-Con was a mess. So, everyone got it, and, and everyone got a piece of paper with it of just like how to activate so you immediately you go through like the registration gates and then they're like okay just like stand here to activate and you're on your way there was just like a crowd of everyone like did your code work i couldn't get the code to work because my wi-fi is not working can i use your phone and that was just this entire little corral yeah area and there were like so many volunteers around who were just looked <laughs> sad because everyone was coming to them with the tech issues and it never worked this one guy had to use the one he that we used his thing it was his yeah. own personal phone and he had to, like, pass it around oh. to everybody to get us to register the con, or to our badges. So, it <laughs> was a waste savior. of paper. It was a waste of human resources. Mm-hmm. And also, we only ever had to tap in and out once. I don't know why they yeah. switched to that system. Mm-hmm. So, I want that to just fuck off next year. It's not worth it. I don't want it fixed. I just don't want it around. Yeah. <laughs> it would be useful for, like, fire hazard purposes to mm-hmm. know how many people are in the building if the convention had to worry about the number of <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Burn. Yikes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was expecting to use it at panels to get, like, oh, these many people came to panels, and, like, this many people, Oh, that'd like, be a nice capacity. idea, yeah. Yeah, this is what happened if they were smart. <laughs> Damn, you just came up with that, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Idiots. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I mentioned, we ended up leaving somewhat early. We got to around 11... Maybe even earlier. Okay, whatever. So we got there at 11. We ended up leaving around 6 because we were hungry. Melissa wanted to get out of her costume at that point. The con was just done. Like, they might have had yeah. more things going on, but even if not, it was done. We were bored with it. So um, where the BCEC is, is right next to this really nice district in Boston 
called the seaport, which is just, you know, gentrification on ice, pretty much. And it's really pretty. So we actually had way more fun hanging out at the neighborhood in the neighborhood around the convention center than at the actual convention center. Which yeah. is a bummer, but not really because we had fun. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Yeah, seaport's nice. Yeah. Took a bunch of good nice photos. Mm-hmm. When I uh, went to PAX, I remember, like, everyone flocked over to Seaport right after the convention had a hard, like, you know, close at 8 mm -hmm. p.m. or whatnot. And then because everyone flocked over there, like, all the restaurants were, like, (laughs) filled with these nerds with their lanyards that were like, I want food. (laughs) You can really tell, like, literally everyone was just walking around that area. Yeah. It was really fun. Not from Comic-Con. When we went to Shake Shack, there were a few other con-goers. But, okay, also cosplays. That was like regular Shake Shack crowd, though. Yeah. Like, seriously. Cosplays were weak this year. Not happy. Like, Melissa was one of the most dressed-up people at the That's true. weekend. So, like, yeah, whenever we go out to restaurants during Com- Even, like, Anime Boston, like, nerds everywhere. Not this year. Like, yeah. it was That's just us. Yeah. yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. Mm. I definitely feel like that makes up part of, like, the yeah. energy in, like, the mm-hmm. space. That's yeah. that they didn't have as many. Mm. I think we're about to conclude this episode. Lily, did you oh. want to ask the magical question yeah. that you ask everybody Every at the end? time. All right. So, squad, I guess we'll start. Who's ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll start with our host, one of our co-hosts, but... Y'all, what are y'all into these days? I'll make mine quick. So, actually, this group right here, our apartment, has a small little book club. And mm. our most recent book that we read is a Frederick Bachman book called My Grandmother Told Me to Tell You That She's Sorry. Did I get a no, read? No, you didn't. <laughs> no. It, she asked. She asked. She okay. didn't tell anyone anything. My grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a long title, it's as a, you can see. It's really hard to remember. <laughs> But I enjoyed it a lot, and it seems like, for the most part, we all, you know, semi or a lot enjoyed the book. I mean, we went out for dinner and, like, discussed Mm -hmm. the book, and that was a good time. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would highly recommend the book. I know we had some gripes about it, but, yeah, I really enjoyed that book. And I'm interested to read his other books as well Mm -hmm. after reading that, because I did like his writing style. Mm -hmm. So, Okay, I'll go next. I'm not even going to pretend. <laughs> if anyone has watched the KCON episode, I'm just going to continue this thread. I'm still into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. At this point in time, I have finished season three, and I'm moving on to the most recent season that just aired this summer. I will also probably finish that in like two weeks. Um, it's 39 <laughs> episodes. I will knock it out. Yeah, I need to finish. Yeah, I will knock it out. Ooh, it's yeah. so good. You even mentioned yeah. that you might rewatch it again soon. Right? I already have watched a couple episodes of Stardust Crusaders, oh, and oh, I've oh, also started buying the manga of Stardust Crusaders because they that have like I've never done this for a show. <laughs> they have like t- um, ten volumes of it with nice covers. So mm. oh. that is what I've been doing. And they are pretty. And she's getting the hardcovered like yeah. versions of them. Not I just the really like ones. the manga for it. <laughs> So I'm very into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you or me? I'll go. Cool. Um, so I think last time I graced this show with my presence, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I talked about how I was really into Critical Role. Well, I'm just going to give an update and say yes. that I finally finished <laughs> The first campaign of Critical Role, over 400 hours of content of my life, and I 
finished it and it was phenomenal. So now I get to look forward to catching up on the second campaign. So maybe in two years time, I'll be able to watch an episode live. Oh, yeah. maybe. Do they ever take a hiatus? There are some weeks where they have, like, an off week, but pretty much they're adding, like, three to five hours every single week. So I am set up for failure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Because every time I watch one, they'll have added a new one that I will then have to watch. Um, But, yeah, I like the new set of characters. Nice. In this campaign. And I also started this podcast called Wolf 359. It's a space opera with three characters trapped in this space station orbiting this star called Wolf 359. Um, And the way it was described to me that I will just straight up steal Mm. is that it's a comedy that discovers it's a drama mystery (laughs) on episode 10. Nice. Cool. It is hilarious and spooky. Is it, mm-hmm. how much shorter is it than Critical Role? It has, I think, about 60 episodes, and they're each mm. about 20 minutes long. Oh. Oh, you can do that. That's so doable. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's one commute. Yeah. 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 I guess the main thing I'm into, so a while ago, I listened to another podcast. It's called Tractivist Radio, and they just play music by, like, Asian American, South Asian, uh not just American, just across the world, Asian artists. And they played one artist from Japan. Her name is, I think, Iri, is how you say it? I-R-I. I adore her. She's really good. I'll play it at work all the time. It's just very vibe, indie, chill. She has a really nice voice. Um, kind of reminds me of, I can't say the name, Bull 4, the Ooh. K-pop group. B-O-L-4. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. What, what's Ubergan their name? Tanchuki. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but on Spotify and Apple Music, they are just B-O-L and then the number four. Yeah. So that kind of sound, that kind of vibe. So I really like Eerie a lot, and I've just been listening to her a bit. And then uh, a few days ago, as in, like, I think, like, four days ago, three days ago, I saw Day6 Live, the K-pop Ooh, rock band thing. Right. 10 for 10 recommend. Seeing what, Just go listen to them, because they're mad talented. And then second, go see them live, because bands are just amazing to see live. Mm-hmm. And that is our summer season. That is all the content we do this season. Yeah. Yay. Thank you to our guests. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to our roommates. <laughs> yes. Our yeah. I could not escape. <laughs> yeah. We know where you both live. <laughs> so um, where can people find you if you would like to be found? Well, you can find me on vocal media mm. as a writer for example, my most recent article is a review of my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry, mm-hmm. as was hey. discussed by Joyce. Um, yeah, so you just go on there, and I am you search me, Sammy Curran, and that is S-A-M-M-I. Yes, that is my spelling of my name. Um, C-U-R-R-A-N, <laughs> that is the spelling of my last name. Um, and you can find me on Instagram as Sammy Otter. I post pictures of, I don't even know, <laughs> recently Sangria. But, um, and you can also find me on Twitter as SamHope96 for K-pop fans and SamsterCHamster for regular <laughs> random tweets, mostly about The Bachelor, but you never know with me. You're really just mm-hmm. giving them everything. I give mm-hmm. them everything. Mm-hmm. I must promote. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, I you? guess um, you can find me on Twitter at MelissaClose20. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Or <laughs> not. Joyce, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Joyce's Cookie, J-O-Y-C-E-S Cookie on Cookies? YouTube. Please do <laughs> no. not confuse the audience. Cookies? No, one cookie. It's yeah. one cookie. Multiple cookies. A single solitary <laughs> audience, cookie. Audience, if you're listening, <laughs> I want you to go find Joyce and tell her to add the other X. She can't. No, she I can't. can't on Instagram. Someone else took... Yes, this it's is a whole true. thing. Joyce, her account is one singular and one little cookie. Yes. The Joyce's cookies that you find on Instagram is some other perfectly fine woman, I'm sure, but it's not Joyce. Yeah. She posts a lot of lovely pictures of, like, flowers. Wait, did you dog. follow her? You should. No. You should definitely <laughs> follow her. Maybe I will after we finish when... this episode. I, that, that would be hilarious. Yes. But, um, yeah, one cookie, everybody. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep. Um, I'm mostly on Twitter at Lily underscore Rugo. My photos and con photos are at El Rugo Photo. And then also on Instagram, you can follow the podcast at Conquest Pod. We're also online, uh, conquestpod.sibblecast.com. Pay us and we'll make that a lot shorter, I promise. <laughs> uh, we are on Apple Podcasts and pretty much wherever else you can listen, but mostly Apple. And thank you to DCD Prod for letting us use their song, Confusion. 